Well, hey friends, Elisa Keaton here, and have you heard our 21-day sugar fast signups are now open. Any donation amount gets you in. We suggest $10, and I'm telling you, the content is worth it. It is so worth it. The movement calendar alone, which is conducive to being on a fast, to helping you cleanse, helping you heal, being kind to yourself and not harsh, it's going to be a fantastic time together. I'm going to be partnering again with Dr. Jana, and we're just going to drop a pin on how well are we doing. Listen, I know there's all kinds of things you could be doing in the new year, different fitness programs, and this might not seem like the most um, take control kind of a thing, because in fact, it's the complete opposite. We're going to surrender control. We're going to surrender some comforts. And um, just so you know, there's many ways to participate in the fast, uh, whether you choose to fast from sugar as you know it or processed food sugar or to the fullest extent of the fast, which is to help gut healing um, what we call candida overgrowth, which is just too much yeast in the gut, which then causes some distress and we get some types of symptoms in our body like aches and pains and skin conditions and IBS or uh, just gastrointestinal distress. So our bodies are talking, right? Y'all know that. That's what we're here for. Our bodies are talking. It's when we fast that we're listening first and foremost to God because he is wisdom and he is knowledge and he made your body and he knows how it works. And in a fast, it is an intimate time of seeking his face that the yokes of oppression would be broken not only for us but for the world at large around us and we are excited because this fast we have rewritten um, some of our intentions and content to really point you towards this isn't about us you've heard me say the gospel is for us but not about us we want you to live ultimately free in 2021 and beyond we've been through a lot this year and i think a fast is in order. It's a humble and quiet little way to go. And we hope you will join us. And by the way, we have a brand new food journal available now on Amazon. It's in the show notes. Swipe up. This is going to be a great companion for those of you in the fast, or even if you're not going to do the fast and you're maybe doing something else. <laughs> it's titled Not Your Average Food Journal. That's what we titled it. At first, we were just going to call it a food journal, but then I said, you know what? We need to title it different. It is not your average food journal. You're going to invite the Lord into it. You're going to be thoughtful. You're going to bring the word and how you are connecting to yourself and God inside of the food choices you make. It's it's fantastic. If you've done the Wellness Revelation, um, my first book, there, there was something in there called a food journal. This is like the food journal on steroids. So swipe up, find out more. I hope you can pick one up, whether or not you join us for the fast, but we sure hope you do. And speaking of the fast, today, Dr. Jana and I sit down, have a conversation about what we need to know when it comes to our gut health, okay? Have a great time listening. You're going to learn a lot. Get over on the community page, ask questions, stir up some conversation. This is a meaty topic. We present it to you with all humility, and we hope you'll receive it with grace. Because in the end, you know, all we want is for you to be free. All right. Merry three days before Christmas. Enjoy your holidays. Enjoy your time. Please be present. Be present. And we look forward to seeing you in the Sugar Fast in the new year. Talk soon. Peace.
All right, everyone, um, back by honestly popular demand and just because I miss her and it was time for us to connect <laughs> and it was time for us to return back to this, um, this discipline of fasting. Uh, we just felt like something in the season we are in that it was conversation to have. So Gianna is here, everyone. Gianna, say hi to everyone. Hello, everyone. It's good to be back. <laughs> She's back. She's back to love the hell out of you. Amen. <laughs> to love the hell out of all of us. Oh, gosh. All right. So some of you may or may not know, um, Gianna, because a lot of you are, are new to Revelation Moms. You didn't do the sugar fast with us. Um, was it a year ago? A little over a year ago? Yep. Yeah. September and of last year. September of last year. And I'll tell you, everyone who um, was with us prior to the Sugar Fest, it was um, polarizing to say the least. When we <laughs> stepped into the realm of a fast, people were a little, a little taken aback by Revelation Wellness because to that point, people knew Revelation Wellness as, hey, it's freedom. Let's be free. Let's throw off all these chains, you know, like just kind of taking off that weight of expectation, which is so awesome and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And there is this other thing of like what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, that everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything's permissible, freedom, but we're not going to be mastered by anything. And sugar was something that we needed to, um, wanted to bring to you as a discussion. But could we talk about fasting um, as a community? And so uh, Jana is, was, I, I know I could, I could bring Gianna to this because I personally walked this out with her for my own, my own life. So Gianna, before we're, today, we're just going to share a little bit of our stories of how we feel like God has led us to this moment of, in particular, of the discipline of fasting and what it does mm -hmm. for us in relationship to our own past, our history, our story, our, our health. Um, so Gianna, tell everyone a little bit about yourself so they just know who you are and what you're up to. <laughs> Well, um, so I'm a licensed chiropractor, but I'm not a tra traditional chiropractor in the sense. Um, I practice in Southern California in San Juan Capistrano. Um, and my specialty, my, my, um, love in practice is functional nutrition. So functional, everyone say the word functional nutrition. It's awesome. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> to some degree clinical nutrition, but, um, so, uh, it's, different than just practicing as a nutritionist, I guess, per se, um, in that what the primary goal is, is to have a systematic way of testing the body for what, um, what interferences are in the body. So what, you know, infections, toxins, heavy metals, chemicals, et cetera, are mm. interfering with our health, mm. so what needs to come out and what needs to go in. And when you supply the body with the restorative nutrients that restore function to the body, it can heal. And when mm. you avoid the things that are keeping you sick, it can heal. So it's a mm. combination of diet and lifestyle changes combined with very, very specific supplementation to, um, to support the body along the way that gives you very targeted health care, not management of symptoms, but actual mm. healing. Mm. So that's kind of how I describe what I do. So that's what I do in my I, professional life. And then I'm a mommy. A mommy to Mercy <laughs> Rain, who is now how old? Almost three. Oh, it's crazy. Justice is coming in May. <laughs> and Justice. Oh, really? Is that the name? Is that what we're naming? Uh -huh. Is it a boy or a girl? Naming. What are we? What? The girl. 
A churro Justin. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm I in love with that. I haven't public announcement either. So. I, well, it's public now. This is going through <laughs> all the, the places. Day. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that. I'm okay. Give me a second. Mercy Rain is the, your first child. This one will be Justice. What is the middle name? Any idea? Um, for all? We, <laughs> I don't know if I want to announce it that publicly. We don't know for sure yet. Okay. So I'll hold okay. off. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so it's so awesome. That's so great. <laughs> and it's, it's so in line. You guys, what her, even the name of your children are exactly <laughs> who you are, Jana. Like Mercy. Everything you hear, and I believe at Revelation Wellness as well, like, the the true beginning of healing starts when we receive that we've been given mercy, the mercy that we don't deserve, right? Mercy, the definition of mercy is we don't, um, is not getting what we deserve. And grace is getting what we need. And this a fast is not a, a way to say we need to punish ourselves to earn something or to, you know, to get God is in our favor, but to say I, there's something I need that isn't yeah. what I've been going and using or accessing in abundance. So anyway, side note, that's so, and then justice is this, it's another line, a word for righteousness to be as things should be and function the way they should. Cause there is a right, there is a way, there is a way yes. that God has established. Yes. Justice. And he's both at the same time. And Amen. Right. Mercy and the justice. Of the Bible and it's, yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Well, but it's also our life, our life song, right? <laughs> and then you said a word in there that I'm like, oh, we probably got some people's attention. You said the four-letter word diet, right? Diet. Oh. And, and oh that's God, okay. People, no, people start to hear, oh, we're gonna, oh, diet. It's, it freaks us out. And I love, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toot my friend Jessica Hoddle's um acronym for diet is does it exclude truth? A diet. Does it exclude truth? If it's if it excludes truth, it is a diet and it will, you'll die. Like it's nothing, but a diet in that we do, it's what we consume and what we eat. And does it include truth? If you have, yeah. if you're thinking in line of what is good, what is true, what is noble, what is praiseworthy, what is excellent, what then your choices become what you're thinking. So we're just trying to reconnect people back to their brain, right? Their first brain. Yeah. And then their their gut, their second brain. So Janet, tell people how you got to this understanding, or you know, like a real passion for the gun gut brain connection and functional nutrition. So it really all stemmed with my personal story, and I think when um, you know God allows us to suffer because He's going to bring good from it, and there's always much to learn from it, and we're always sanctified through it if we allow it. Yeah. Um, but it was my own suffering and health problems for many, many years, essentially my whole life. I always had gut problems and sleep problems and, and hormone problems. Once I became of age, mm. horrible periods, the list mm. goes on. Mm. So I was on this basically lifetime journey to find answers to it. Once I, once I matured, you know, um, I went to undergrad and got a degree in biology and chemistry and then was chasing after uh, a career in the pharmaceutical industry, which I chased for several years, believe it or not, so crazy, you know yeah. anything about me. Um, but I actually worked in the pharmaceutical industry for a year and was making pharmaceutical drugs. And during that year, my hormones were so out of whack and 
let me be clear. I was not saved. I was living recklessly. I was poisoning my body with all kinds of drugs and alcohol and stuff at the time mm. and living promiscuously. So there was plenty mm. of sin contributing to the problem <laughs> as well and sugar and everything else. Yeah. But um, the I already had these underlying. Yeah. I mean, I medicated with every form Anything. of yeah. codependency. Yeah. Um, but all that to say, it was really what was driving me to the end of myself. But um, in the midst of all this, I landed a job at um, with Mallinckrodt Pharmaceuticals in, in St. Louis, which is where I was from. And um, was working there for about a year, and I was assigned to the drug Lupolide, ironically. So I was in manufacturing. And in that year, um, I was way too social to be a lab rat, first of all. So it wasn't, I got in trouble a lot for talking in the lab and just being, I don't know, too outgoing and stuff. Um, but it wasn't for me for other reasons. Like I started to realize, like, I really was a person of great passion, and I could not have a career that I did not believe in. And I'm making this drug and in the midst of that got diagnosed finally with endometriosis and figured out what was kind of going on with me. And one of the three treatment options I was offered outside of a hysterectomy or to cut the nerves to my sacrum was, or actually four treatment options, was to be put on Lupron, which was the administratable dose of Lupolide, which I was making. And I was like, wait a minute, Hmm. we make this drug, we're told we make this drug for menopausal women who mm. put the you know put them into menopause mm. so i'm like they want to put me into menopause at age 24 this mm. doesn't make sense to me and you know i don't know much at 24 but i know enough to go i was asking the questions of like well what caused this and i wasn't raised as in a natural health family or anything you know my mom was a physical therapist that worked for a hospital for 40 years so this was foreign to me but i just that question never left me i'll never forget that that something had to have caused this. So I trust that the Lord had had put this wisdom in me even when I wasn't walking with him. And um, that ultimately led me to quit and go to chiropractic school. So while I was working there, I applied to chiropractic school and got accepted and decided to give up that career, which a lot of people, that would be a lifetime solid mm-hmm. a career with benefits and everything at a young age, but I couldn't do it. I was miserable and I didn't agree with it. We mm. never talked about people or life or health or anything. It was always mm. about how to stay alive on the job and safety mm. meetings every every day. And mm. it just, um, I I was disgusted. At, it was all about the money and safety, and mm. uh, it wasn't about people and it wasn't about health. So I I decided to make the decision to go back to school and um, you know continued on for another almost four years to finish my my doctorate in chiropractic and went right into private practice and had a lot to learn. He learned a lot more in in practice than you do yeah. in school. And then with your having your own personal story, that was just where it all began. And so thus began this relentless journey to basically try to fix myself. And mm-hmm. in the midst of it, right when I opened my first practice, I got radically saved when I moved to Tennessee with my live-in boyfriend and there's a whole lot of other history there but um basically Jesus started to transform my life and my health and showed me the connection as I sought him between diet which is not totally in the field of chiropractic especially at some schools my school definitely incorporated a lot more nutrition and kinesiology and more Mm -hmm. holistic health into the curriculum as opposed to like straight musculoskeletal Mm -hmm. chiropractic studies Mm -hmm. um 
so I was, I was really fortunate and did some extra studies outside of um, my my um, just the chiropractic curriculum to to do some advancement in nutrition. That was that that definitely quickly became my passion. Hmm. Um, so I ran with that and um, learned so much about how to help other people through a lot of trial and error and experimentation and just you, working with real people in clinical practice made a huge difference. So all that to say, the connection to sugar and the, and the knowledge about candida overgrowth and, mm-hmm. and toxins and all of this stuff just developed over the years. And I got better and I got well and lifetime constipation and hormone problems mm. all that stuff started to heal and go away. Mm. And a lot more sins started to fade away as I sat with the Lord and learned what fasting was. So fasting has been uh, integrated into my life in different forms really since I got saved. And mm. I've seen the power in it. And so really for a living, I coach each patient through some degree of fasting. Yeah. And I love to teach people about it because so many people are afraid of it. Yeah. Or they've been turned off by it or they think they have to dive in with this extensive like water fast. Yeah. Water fasting is biblical and it's amazing, but that's not what we're, what we're here talking about in the yeah. sugar fast. And it's for anyone, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to do it. To the extent that I might coach a patient with, right, you know, a custom treatment plan, we're just trying to invite people into the process of hmm. of giving up that offering of like a, a little bit of sacrifice for the more of God, yeah. and it's not in the name of punishing ourselves; it's in hmm. the name of healing, so that we can have more food freedom later, so that our body's not reacting mm-hmm. to things that should be healing us. Mm-hmm. You know, because now we live in a culture of people who are reacting to real, even just real foods and mm-hmm. certain fruits because our body's good bacteria is completely wiped out. Our guts are destroyed, which destroys our mind. And then mm-hmm. we live in a culture that wants to just go straight for psychotropic drugs when mm-hmm. there's so much truth in what happens when we we have we do walk in the fruit of self-control when we're walking in the spirit, the fruit mm-hmm. of the spirit is self-control. That comes from the strength of the Lord, not something we have to muscle up mm. in our own, you know, strength. That was something I really had to learn over the years, you know, mm-hmm. not doing things my own strength, not having control, you know, control of everything, learning to surrender to the Lord, learning to really take a hard look inside myself and go, you know, there's real sin here. There's real indulgences that I'm hurting mm-hmm. myself, but there's mm-hmm. real repentance that needs to happen. There is like. My pride wouldn't let me see my pride so for so long, you know, just this humility that wasn't there. And so anyway, so much that fasting breeds and each one brings something new. Mm-hmm. And each time it looks different because the Lord directs our steps and he shows yeah. us how to do this. Like for the, oh, let's, we'll just zero in on what we're doing this year. You know, we're caught, we're doing a sugar fast. So this is different than what, than me writing a custom plan for each patient. Right. Right. Which is, they might be fasting from sugar and other things or something else and not so much sugar is their yeah. problem maybe. But we're doing this globally because we know that Jesus is coming back soon. We want the more of God. We mm-hmm. we want to give a little bit of ourselves so that mm-hmm. we can say no to the flesh mm-hmm. and let's see what the Lord wants to do. He's going to mm-hmm. speak and he's going to move. And even if we don't get healing during the sugar fast, some people will get radical breakthrough and some people will realize their body's not budging and there's something more going on. Mm-hmm. And it's just really the revelation of 
Mm-hmm. Something needs to change or God wants mm-hmm. to do something or I need additional help or I need to go a different way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not here to deliver that message, but it's right. to invite people in to receive the message that the Lord wants for them and to slow down going into the new year and say, yeah, yes. You know, what is inhibiting? So me? important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love like we're trying to say is a little backwards. So it, as you guys are hearing this right now, as it's coming live to you right now, we are um, the signups for the sugar fast are open right now. Like you can, any donation amount gets you in um, for this, this community of people that will gather together and, and, and seek the Lord individually and corporately. Um, and, but one thing we want to make clear with a fast is a lot of times people really get, um, they think like the more, there's a term called asceticism, asceticism where you're like punishing your body to try and prove something to God. That is not what we are doing. We don't realize that our bodies have been taking a lot of punishment by just even the thoughts that we think, what we're thinking in our mind about who we are in relationship to who God is drives the choices we make. And that starts to interrupt the wholeness connection of who we are. So that's why fasting is supposed to create the appropriate amount of dependency on the Lord that you're saying, I need you more than I want this. And I think that if you're hearing this message and can say that right now, I, I, I want more of God more than I need this, then you're ready. The spirit is tapping you and you're ready for a fast. And, um, I love how Jana is just continually going to point it back to the Lord all the time as I am too. And, um, there's victory. There's, there's, there's victory. This is not to try to prove something to yourself or to anyone else. And the thing I love about a fast, and I even last year, by the way, I'm going to go through this. So if you're hearing my words, I will be in the fast with you. Um, not because I, I need a diet or I need to pay for my my Christmas sins or none of that. It's just Amen. a good rhythm to go, I want to be with the Lord. Emmanuel comes, Christ with us. And we're going to go into a season of just 21 days of saying, I'm going to be with him. I'm going to need him. I know I'm going to be tempted. And I want to be with this Emmanuel who came to be with me. I'm making a choice to be with God and not somewhere else numbing, distracting, or trying to say, everything's fine. I'm doing good. I'm still, It's great. You know? So yeah. um, tell people what you know about to be the benefits. Uh, let's talk about the, the, the gut-brain connection, a little bit of that. Okay. That mind, you know, the, the, yeah. Tell us why is it? Cause you said something like not realizing what we're doing, what, what we're doing to our guts. Well, how does that happen with the mind connection? So, yeah. So, um, well, there is such a thing as the gut brain connection. Some people may not be familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically what happens to our gut affects our mind and vice versa. So, We'll start from the top down, the, the thoughts we think or the lies we believe or yeah. what we're putting, the content that we're taking in every yeah. day. You know, I always like to do personally a self-analysis, like how does what I'm taking in like on my phone or on the computer, which is why I went off social media this year, mm-hmm. I've been off since like before summer and it's mm-hmm. been, that's been the greatest fast I've ever done for real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow, the peace that that I've received and the anxiety that's gone and just being able to focus on my family and hear more from the Lord and and just receive my own healing. It's been a really hard three years and I've needed this. So um, 
you know, what we're taking in, how does it compare to our time with the Lord in worship in actually studying the word, which never returns void, that, yeah. you know, arms us every day, the, the most nutritious thing we'll yeah. ever indulge in, you know, we yeah. should be indulging in, in the word every day. We can't, we can't get by anymore. I mean, this world's getting crazy. We can't get by just on a little devotion nuggets, like a little, Amen. you know, we need that fast food, fast food. Yeah. Them. Yeah, no more fast food. Like we need the solid word of God and we need um, our just our spiritual lives need enrichment. And as I mean, as Americans, we have become kind of a weak culture. We're very mm-hmm. addicted to convenience and mm-hmm. indulgence. And I do what I want and I eat mm-hmm. what I want and mm-hmm. I live how I want. Mm-hmm. And I sprinkle a little Jesus on top and we call it Christianity. And I really believe God has used 2020. Mm-hmm. A lot of people thought, you know, clear vision, all this stuff for 2020 was going to be very different. But I think he's shaking. He's shaking yeah. things up. We're being pressed on all sides. And this is not, this is the beginning of more pestilence. This is not going to end. The Bible tells us it's going yeah. So we, we, sugar of all, of, of, is one of many things that's keeping our gut sick, that's keeping our mind sick. Mm. And um, just, you know, the obsession with social media and that self indulgence in, elevating ourselves or worrying about what everybody else is doing and just all this input that we don't mm. need. We've got to guard our hearts and our minds. And a fast is a way to go into the new year, a new year, especially after 2020, quietly and slowly and say, Lord, what do you yeah. have for me? Amen. What do you have for my family? Amen. What do you have for my children? What is, what's their school year need to look like? Mm-hmm. You know, do my kids need to come home? Do what? I just, I don't know, you know, like, but we need mm-hmm. to seek the Lord for it. And we definitely don't need to live in fear. Yeah. And so if fear has taken root or frustration or anger or, you know, a lot of people have turned to alcohol and food. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I've been very busy during this year um, and hearing a lot. Suicide, mental illness are mm-hmm. far more pandemic than the virus, you know. Mm-hmm. So we have to guard our minds in different ways. And one of the ways we do that is also by how we feed our gut. Yeah. So if the gut is sick. If it's loaded with um, yeast, for example, we should have a, a really high population of all the good bacteria, probiotics. Most people know that buzzword by now. Mm-hmm. The good bacteria should be really saturated in a very um, minute amount of yeast, different strains of yeast in our gut. Right. What happens is with antibiotics, with stress, with fast food diet or a high sugar mm-hmm. carb diet. When I say, let's, you know what, let's interject there. We're talking sugar. We're not just talking like white sugar. Yeah. We're talking also like excessive starches and mm-hmm. anything that breaks down into a mm-hmm. sugar. So mm-hmm. that really high carb, especially processed carb diet, all of that feeds yeast and depletes the good bacteria. In the gut. We mm-hmm. get this in the gut. And as that happens, it destroys the mucous membrane lining of the gut, which extends from mouth to anus. That's a, our big protective layer. That's our immune system. That's mm. our digestive system. Mm. It, it, so when that gets destroyed, it wreaks havoc on the entire body. So the food that we're eating, the things we're ingesting, mm-hmm. the toxins we're being exposed to, they start leaching out of our where they're supposed to be kept <laughs> in the gut mm. and out into the bloodstream. And we mm-hmm. get this spiraling cascade of autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. We can no longer produce our neurotransmitters, which most mm-hmm. people, we know, you know, those are those are what we... What we use in our brain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like serotonin and dopamine and Mm -hmm. those things. But they're produced in the gut. Gut too, right. Right. So if we don't have good gut bacteria, 
and a strong gut lining, and there's so much more to this. I'm just trying to really simplify it, but that strength and that fortitude and that balance, our minds can't be strong. So we might have brain fog or um, depression or anxiety Mm -hmm. or really bipolar mood swings and all of that stuff. But all of that, there are spiritual and emotional layers. I'm not, I am very well aware of that. And that's what true Mm -hmm. holistic health is, is addressing all the layers. However, right, I'm not here to be each individual doctor and all that, but just to explain in a general sense how this works, we can change so much about our mental health and therefore how we think and how we think about food and the habits we make and our motivation to exercise and Mm -hmm. take care of our children and be present versus Mm -hmm. checking out or Mm -hmm. being quiet when tension rises in the house and taking a deep breath and pausing. Mm -hmm. Versus flying off the handle because we're so so short fused because our hormones are going crazy. Yep. All of this gut stuff we're talking about feeds all of that. Balancing hormones is not taking blood work and slapping hormones in our body. Mm. It's actually, you know, we can look at functional blood chemistry and get a picture. That's one way to test. I use a lot of kinesiology, but either way, we can take a good look and figure out what's in balance. Then now we have to answer the questions of what's causing this. And that yeah. means we have to look at the diet. We have to figure out what's actually affecting the body, mm-hmm. um, whether it's candida overgrowth or parasites, bacterial overgrowth, viruses, heavy metals, chemicals, environmental toxins, whatever, and detox from them. So a sugar fast is a great segue that most people need to cut back on yeah. to prevent and slow yeah. down and heal from chronic illness yeah. of any yep. kind. Yeah. So let's say it again, just so you hear this in a wrap up of, that it's not, we're just not talking about white table sugar or you're eating too many gummy bears or whatever it is. It's, it really is a look at how we have pumped a lot of processed foods, um, full of sugars and things that you can get on the shelves very conveniently. As we said, we're, we're very prone now in America to convenience and comfort, um, that those things start to add up and destroy the gut over time and can, can, as you said, like leech and cause, you know, what you could be experiencing is aches and pains or, or anxiety and depression. Like you, I know you guys are all here. You know, at this point, you do rubbing the word, you go out, you move your body, you're hearing truth. Information's coming in. You're feeling different. Things are starting to change is because you're a whole being, a whole person. And although Jesus does says it's not what goes in us that defiles us, but what comes out. And he's talking about the words that we say, but where do our words begin? Because of the thoughts we have in our mind. And that's the relationship we form with food or people or whatever. It's, it's all coming back to the mind. So when we do this fast that we're inviting you into, um, it's going to, on purpose, mess with your mind a little bit because you're going, yeah. oh my gosh, I, I'm a, I'll close real quickly. When I started working with Jana, um, I was resistant. <laughs> I was resistant, but the Holy Spirit kept nudging me because I knew she was working and this was a passion for her, was this functional nutrition. And you guys, to know my story is, you know, I went through a, a time of oh, immense, I mean, my childhood was stressful. My, there was never a resting, I never felt safe. I mean, it was just running and running and trying to figure out how life much like you, Jana, you know, the putting anything in your body to cope, doing things yeah. with your body to cope, like whatever it was. And I could slip, slap a Christian label on it and think, mm-hmm. hey, I'm doing good things and everything's fine. And look at how great my body is. And I can teach people good things, you know, whatever. But there's a real big disconnect. And my disconnect did not show up until I was in my marriage and some of my behaviors and things I would 
was thinking and choosing to believe about my husband and myself, everything was starting to deconstruct. And my, my, one of the first things I can remember being married and in a very stressful marriage at that time, but that had a lot to do with me. Um, I remember it was Thanksgiving morning. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but I was laying in bed and I noticed there were some things going on with my gut. Like I knew because if I went for a run, I could not hold my poop for very long. Like I would feel yeah. like I've got to pull over and go poop. This is not normal. I'm the fitness girl. What is going on? Yeah. Um, and it just, there's some signs in my stool, <laughs> what was going on. And then one morning, it was Thanksgiving morning. I went to get out of bed. I put my foot on the ground and I collapsed onto the ground in sheer gut pain. Like it was wrenching. I had never, I wasn't pregnant. I knew what that was. And I just thought this, I thought I was going to, you know, I'm going to explode. Something inside me is about to explode. I'm going to die. It was that much pain. And I, I called out for my husband and he came in and it was, it was the strangest thing. And then it kind of just left. It came real hard and then it just left. And I even went to a gastroenterologist. They did a scope on me. They did all the things to try and find it. And that's why a lot of people I know go on this hunt to try and get a medical, mm -hmm. what's wrong with me? What's the diagnosis? And the, di the diagnosis they eventually gave, which gets handed out often, is IBS. You have IBS. Well, mm -hmm. okay, what does that mean? What do I do with that? You know, it's like, well, they kind of give some ideas, but not really. It doesn't really get addressed. So I kept kind of limping through my, my life at that stage, marriage, myself, everything kind of a wreck, loving Jesus, but trying to get peace. And um, I knew Jana. Jana had come through training, and I'd heard her message. And then one day we were in Laguna Beach, California, and with some other friends because she lived just down the road in Dana Point. And we were all on the beach and I knew I had to do something about my gut. I'm like, there's something, this is not normal. You cannot keep pretending everything's fine. And we were all talking on the beach about some things. And Jana started talking about sugar and things that she's learning in her about diet and functional nutrition. And then we went back to the house, the beach house, and <laughs> we were talking about candida overgrowth. And I'd never heard that before. And it's basically what, explain candida overgrowth real quickly for people. What is it? So it's relating back to what I was uh, talking about a little bit ago, but when the good bacteria basically is wiped out and the yeast that's supposed to be just a tiny bit, so we can never be sanitized of it, mm -hmm. but it's only supposed to be a small amount, it's completely overgrown. So something has happened that's created an opportunistic, acidic environment. The good bacteria are no longer there, which keep it at bay, and the yeast is now just running rampant in the gut, okay. or it can even go systemic to the blood and such. So she was mentioning this. We're all just hanging out on the beach. This is just casual conversation for Jana. Just another day. Normal every day. It's normal talking, talking candida and, and yeast infections. And, like, and then we went back to the house and you had mentioned, well, um, I can tell if you have some candida overgrowth. I, you know, I have a good idea. Just stick your tongue out. If you just let me see your tongue. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, I forgot about you remember this? I'm like, I'm not going to show her my tongue. Uh oh, this is it. Like, this is it. Do or die. I'm going to show her my Moment tongue. Of truth. Moment of truth. And, but there was something in me that's like, you, I knew it was the Holy Spirit saying, you're going to get, it is your time to get well. Like we're going to get well. I stuck my tongue out and she goes, yep, you had some candida overgrowth. I'm like, okay. She's like, come by my office. Let's talk about it. And I just felt like, you know what? I need to do this. I got to, I got to get some, some, something. Uh, figured out. And so we started working the next day. And you guys, it was pivotal for me personally, pivotal, not because, yes, did I get, do I have gut healing from that moment on? Yep. Um, 
Was it hard? Yes, it was very hard. There were times that now I did a full extent with Jana, like she was walking yeah. with me. And um, that's why I felt like because of the healing that I received from that time. Um, and not only that, huge spiritual revelation, big, 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 big. And a lot of it, the Lord was dealing with my bitterness. My, mm-hmm. I was stuck in a bond of bitterness about my parents, about my husband, about betray, like a lot of bitterness. And it was, it wrecked me. It, it was just re- revelation that I could never be the same again. I could not ever be the same again. And then my relationship to my feelings, my emotions, the the, the past, everything started just funneling out of me. And it was a huge turning point. So with that was a few years later, that's why I said, Jana, can we make something for people that is on a wide scope? Because Jana can't work with everyone personally, but we've made this fast for anyone who's curious and not condemning about your situation and how the Lord could show up uh, and really ready to address your relationship with food and namely sugar. So we're going to end this episode today here. You guys, we're going to go to part two. So you're going to hear another one next week and we're going to talk more about this. We're going to get more into the the nitty gritty. I'm going to let Jana off the leash in terms of all the the (laughs) things that you need to know that is going on when we have this type of overgrowth and how it can play its and wreak kind of havoc on your body. So stay tuned. Cliffhanger. We'll see you guys next week. Jana, thanks for being here. We'll talk again. Thanks for having me.